Hello, everyone, and welcome to Real Quick, episode 114. Today, we're going to be doing our review of the week. This week, it is A Ghost Story, directed by David Lowry, recommended by our patron, Luke Deerhog. Shout out to you for the suggestion. This is an A24 film starring Casey Affleck and Rooney Mara. Uh, came out six years ago, so 2017. And I, it's one of those that, because, I mean, I'm trying to like tick off most A24 movies, but this is one of those movies that I just always was like sitting there and I knew I should watch it. The poster alone, honestly, is enough to make me in- intrigued to see it. I had no clue anything what it was about whatsoever. Finally got around to watching it. It was my first watch ever. George rewatched it. Cam saw it years and years ago. So we're going to see how much he remembers, but he did rate it very highly. I won't spoil <laughs> what his rating is, but he rated it very highly. So yeah. let's get it. Let's get into it. I'll start with George since he did just freshly rewatch it. What are your thoughts on a ghost story? Go for it. Yeah, that, I, God, this is one of those movies that like I'll watch it and I'll, I'll watch it every couple of months when like it's just one of those movies like you put on or I put on when like I'm just feeling like down or depressed or whatever. And it's just like I want to amplify that for some reason. And this is the movie I go to because I think truly and I said this in my um, my very short letterbox review of it today. Um, this is just one of the most devastating looks at grief and loss and love that I've ever seen. We've had so many movies in the past that have like dealt with, you know, what happens after you die. And I think David Lowry's vision here, um, for this just grieving husband who's basically just following around his location of where he spent with his wife, his house and this location and just watching how her life is unfolding in front of him and how he's just there and he he's got can do nothing about it and i think it's just it is so so devastating and i'm I'll, i'm probably going to say that word a million times throughout this review because i just i think it's the perfect word to describe this uh, movie i think casey affleck i don't think and this is this may sound stupid because he obviously spends 90% of this movie under a fucking sheet i think he is brilliant in this movie because he needs to convey emotion with just strictly body language and i think the way he does that is just mesmerizing with like his little shoulder moves little his little head turns the way he just kind of stands in the corner and the design it's so like last minute halloween costume design but it just fits like the minimalist efforts it's of a24 this. design literally that's, that's exactly what it is it's like very a24 minimalist design which i just it just works so so well and then one thing, and after I watched the movie today, I was listening to um, an old interview with David Lowry because I also had just rewatched uh, The Green Knight not too long ago, and I, I fucking love that movie as well. So he's really just, between these two movies, I think he's just a fucking genius. Um, but he was talking about how he used that like that one, well, I forgot what he said. I think it was like a one thirty three one aspect ratio, that very old Polaroid camera type of thing. Um, and he was talking about how every shot feels very intimate and feels very personal so that, again, the devastation, there's that word again, of this movie just feels amplified because of how personal everything feels. And I just think, it again, that just makes this movie one of the most brutal looks at grief and love and loss and... Um, I didn't hide my letterbox rating this time because I had already I've had I've, I've had this rated for forever. So it's a four and a half out of five for me. As I was watching it today, this is like so close to to being a five out of five, which I feel like I could say about every single A twenty four movie that I have at a four out of half out of five. 
Um, but I love this. I love this. I love Rooney Mara in this. That fucking five-minute cut of her eating the pie is just hmm. heartbreaking. I was also... I don't know why this time around I did, like, a lot of, like, reading up on this movie and a lot of just, like, listening to interviews. But apparently a lot of people walked out of theaters during that time because they just thought it was dumb and, yeah, I guess, a stupid sequence. Because it's literally just her eating pie for five minutes straight while Casey Affleck's ghost watches her. Um, and then I was thinking to myself, I was like, it's probably how I would react if I, you know, God forbid, lost a loved one. Like, I would just be shoving shit down my throat left and right. Um, so yeah, this entire movie, again, devastating look at, at grief and loss. And I, I adore this movie. It is heartbreaking. Cam from memory. What do you got? Yeah. I, um, I, um, I remember being very sad with it. So I, like you said, <laughs> I, I haven't seen it in, uh, it is a sad ass movie. No, no doubt. it's a sad ass movie. I haven't seen it for probably two, two, three years, but don't worry. I came with some, some fun facts, some talking points about <laughs> the movie. So, so I got all those locked. Um, I gave it an 87 out of hundred at, at the time. I've used this movie many a time when I'm making a TikTok of like sad movies, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I vividly remember like Casey Affleck and Rooney Mara were great. That that's that's one thing, and then also that just broke my heart. You know, it's not only him watching like his wife's, right? They were married. Yeah, right? yeah, they were married. Okay, yep. Uh, his wife's life like go by. It's watching like a bunch of different lives go by, and then watching his own life go by, and and it's just such a fuck you movie from a 24 because it's just heartbreaking every time, and, and it just makes you like absolutely depressed. It's kind of like almost like uh george you love nine days like just love being nine days. on that being on the outside of life yeah. looking in and you just like don't uh, don't see things for what they are when you're in life and it, it gives you that perspective of like shit maybe it wasn't that bad or, or maybe this sucks but like could have been a bit better and you just yeah it's like the five e five minute scene of her eating pie and the only reason i'm bringing that up is because you you said it so it's the only like scene that jogged <laughs> back into my memory um but just things like that that just like will break your heart because he's just watching and can't do anything about it right yeah. and, and he's just look, from the outside looking in uh and, and george you said it perfectly it's just a devastating movie um i don't have perfect recollection of it i remember enjoying it it is my 11th rated a24 movie right behind the disaster artist and above enemy um big fan you, of it wow you have disaster artist that high dude i fucking love disaster wow. artist, i knew man. you i knew i mean i knew you it's liked awesome. it i did not know you loved it wow that's crazy yeah i loved uh the disaster artist i think it's awesome i i don't even think i've seen the room to be honest i was gonna say if you rated different that highly, you have to watch the room like you have different to. tangent i know i know i don't think i've ever <laughs> seen the room um, i've never seen it but yeah, I, I really do enjoy this one. Um, definitely want to rewatch it. Uh, maybe one day when I have more time to watch movies. Uh, but I, I, how long is it? It's uh, quick. It's, it's like an, an hour, hour 18 minute yeah, of actual run. I, rem I remember that. It's not it's not bad at all. So maybe yeah. I will give it a watch. Um, too busy watching shitty uh, Christmas. Yeah, movies you got to right stop <laughs> with that, man. <laughs> you got to stop with that. But, every time we'll get, i see we'll every time i eventually. see another one star letterbox review from you i die a little bit inside <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Uh, but you but did Tyler, give it 4.5 stars yeah, it's been a while four and a half, you, nine, yeah. 87 out of 100 big fan of this movie i think it i think it's magnificent um 
I do remember like Casey Affleck being awesome and like he's sitting behind a sheet the entire time. And I read a, I read something earlier today because I was, again, I, was, I read the synopsis. I read like a couple articles about it just kind of to refresh the memory a little bit. And it was things like, what a bold play, like coming off of, off of Manchester by the sea, this Oscar winning actor, you're just like, I'm going to throw a sheet over him the entire time. And it works. Like I I'm sure many actors could do that, but it works. Like, I swear. It's like, dread. it's such a weird performance to praise because the fact that he's just behind this sheet for like 90% of the runtime, but it's just, it's genuinely a good performance. Like mm. if he, if his body language wasn't, as effective as it was, I don't think this movie would have this lasting impression on on me and and you guys the way it seems to be having. I like it's it's a good performance. Like it, it yeah. really is. And again, it's just a weird thing to praise because of like the nature of the performance. Mm-hmm. And then also I, Rooney Mara is great. Just mm-hmm, shouting yeah. her out as well. I'm, I love her. Another tangent, because what would this be without my tangents? <laughs> um, is Manchester by the Sea the most A24, non-A24 movie of all time? Like, I could have sworn it was A. I, as I was looking at my A24 rankings, I'm like, where's Manchester by the Sea? It's not it's just prime video. Uh, I could have I mean, sworn the... it was A24. Uh, there's a lot of those movies. I feel, I feel like, like Sound I... of Metal fits in that too. Yeah, like, yeah, I, would, yeah. I was gonna. I think I, I feel like I've seen someone make a, one like this past week, lives. Right. I've seen yeah. someone make a TikTok of this exact this list. Week's draft like... is gonna be A24 movies that aren't A24. <laughs> yeah, movies. like that's what it's gonna be. I'm gonna draft into the Spider Verse. <laughs> yeah, perfect. All right, Tyler. Um, take yeah, it from me. It's just funny because I th- I feel like a producer, a director who has a sad screenplay is like. Uh, like I got a sad script. Who can I cast as a lead actor? And then you know, some a casting agent will be like, "Yeah, oh, we got a list of some of like the top ten like best dramatic actors right now." And they're like, "No, like I mean like sad, sad movie. Like the saddest. Like oh, okay, Casey Affleck's your guy. Like there's only one guy. It's the most depressing movie on the planet. Is a Casey Affleck movie. Um, for everything you guys said, he's just so good at portraying that just despair and with his, he's acting so much with his body language in this. Um, I don't yeah, like. Uh... Uh, Daniel Kaluuya in that sense where they're just they look sad always I feel like <laughs> yeah um, but yeah like Casey Affleck actually was under the ghost sheet and uh, the fun fact on IMDb is the most liked or the, one of the top of the sheet says in order to achieve the shape for the ghost Casey Affleck had to wear several petticoats and a hoop under the sheet so yep. yeah that's, it's just funny because the budget for this was $100,000 I'm guessing it was 50k to Bruni Mara and 50k to to Casey Affleck and like zero for the rest of this. Well, no, they, had da- they had Daniel Hart as a composer as well, who also did the Green Knight. Who's okay? He got twenty five k and the yeah. other split it <laughs> because none of the mo- none of the money went into the production of this movie. Because like we said, like the sheet. I mean, and you don't need a crazy production for the ghost. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying like that's a negative. I'm just saying like they literally just throw a sheet over the dude and then. Um, they Cam, probably didn't even you... pay to have that house demolished. They probably no, found a house that no. was going to be demolished. Yeah, literally, yeah. That's one of the IMDb fun facts. It's literally, <laughs> they got to shoot there for free because it was scheduled for demolition. And when it got demolished, they just filmed the demolition. <laughs> like, that, yeah, was, that. that's what I mean. Like, this $100,000 movie, like, I feel like it was just the actors, the composer. And then the rest is just like, all right, we got to find something. It was filmed in Irving, <laughs> Texas. They, they just threw it together. Um, but th- this movie was one of the most, like, transcendent experiences for me watching it because. When it started, the first like 15 minutes, because it's one of those that like I think it's like 12 or 15 minutes in where the actual title card comes up, a ghost story. And when the thing happens, then, you know, you kind of get the ghost element of it. Mm-hmm. But the first like 12 minutes, I was very much like, uh, this is just not going to be for me. One of those like really slow A24 movies that's kind of just, you know, has a lot to say, but it's just not quite for me. 
And then like from there, I just like slowly just kept liking it more and more as the movie went on. And by the end of the movie, I was just absolutely loving the movie. So it was just so wild. Cause like, I, I vividly remember like, uh, this is just gonna be one of those like real quick. So I'm gonna have to be like, you know, like I can see what it was going for. I appreciate it, but just wasn't for me. But by the end of the movie, I, I, I was in love with this thing. It is a short movie. It's like an hour and a half, like we were saying, but I honestly think it could have benefited personally for me from being like a short film. And when people say hear short film, they might think like 15 minutes, but a short film, I think is anything under like 50 minutes. I think like a 50 minute version of this, I might've liked a little more because specifically like an hour in, and this isn't like a spoiler, just kind of talking about a part of the movie when like they're having that like party in the house and that guy goes on his little monologue. Thought it was like good, but I was just kind of losing interest in the movie at that point. Like, I like most shots. That. I You're right. And that I can see sequence. why people would. That, that was like the most. And, and again, I would, I would just after this is how I know when I like love a film. I'm sorry to cut you off, Tyler. It's when I like Go just Google so much like after, and I was listening to more and more David Lowry interviews, and he said one thing that he wanted to like kind of give his take on in this movie is time post death. Um, so obviously, the entire movie is moving very quickly. It's not moving quickly though. It's just time moving around a dead person, um, and how like the afterlife would perceive time, which is why it's kind of like a, a cycle towards the end when you see him go back all the way in time to the land of where his house ends up being. Um, and then that monologue, which fun fact, that guy in that monologue had the most lines in the entire movie, more than Casey Affleck <laughs> and Rooney Mara. Um, that was another fun fact that I had read. Um, but his his entire monologue kind of plays to David Lowry's idea of like everything matters, but at the same time nothing matters because you know at the end of the day there's everything's gonna disappear. There's that quote from um, Danny Boyle's Sunshine um, where he basically says like at the end of time at the end of all of time there will be two there will be one man and all of his ideas and memories will be with him. And then in a moment, he'll be gone and everything will be a speck of dust that no one remembers. And that's kind of like what David Lowry's going for here, where that whole monologue was basically like, everything is going to stop one day. Nothing matters. But in the moment, everything matters. And that plays to what David Lowry's going for with like the whole, I guess, time and afterlife kind of stuff, which I think is cool. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it did. That was like such a bulky part of the movie because. I think I'm probably seeing the same fun fact you saw. It says that guy's dialogue was more than double the combined dialogue of Rooney Mara and Casey (laughs) Affleck. So like far and away, the most dialogue in this movie came from this guy. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe for me, like I was just so locked into Rooney Mara and Casey Affleck in this meditative borderline silent film that I would, I just like for that part, I was like, Oh, there's like a little long for me. So that was the only thing that I didn't fully love. And when I, huh? Did you say, what'd you give it? 4.5. 4.5. I was just about to reveal that. So, oh, okay. I, like, when I say, like, <laughs> I, thought, I didn't know if I missed it. I'm sorry. No, it's one of those where, like, it's one of those movies where, like, I'm criticizing something, but it's like a 4.5. So, it's like, you're saying it because, like, this is what's detracting for me, but it's, yeah. like, so nitpicky because you love the movie. Like, I didn't actually really. I, I, that that's, like, one nitpick that I can, like, completely understand because, like, the entire movie, there were, like, those very long, dragged out sequences, like Rooney Mars' character eating the pie, or one of the very first scenes is when they're in the bed together and that just goes on for, like, mm-hmm. three, four minutes. And again, it's, like, very intimate. And then you get to that. Um, that house party scene and it does it's like it feels like a very just wild change of pace because now you're kind of in the midst of this I'm assuming what young adult house party because they were asking who has kids young adult house party 
Um, and then this guy just goes on this absolute rant, which kind of like that rant alone felt like a short film itself that they mm-hmm. kind of just pasted in the middle of this movie, which mm-hmm. for me, that's not a criticism because I do like what that, that whole rant was saying in terms of like what David Lowry wanted to convey to his audience. But I could completely understand if like that, and it, it doesn't seem like it took you out of the movie, but it definitely seems like something that you could have done without. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And this movie, I don't know. Like I, it's weird because for the longest time I thought this was like a horror movie or like a borderline horror movie because a one is a twenty four. If you read the synopsis about someone who's like deceased coming back to like not haunt but like watch over his wife, the the poster kind of looks like it could be creepy. So like for the longest time I was like, oh, there's an a twenty four horror movie tackling grief. We've seen like a dozen of those before from them. That's kind of their bread and butter. So I just in the back of my mind was like, oh, when I'm in the mood for like a scary movie, I'll watch this one. But <laughs> it's of course not scary at all. It's like a drama slash like supernatural fantasy, and I even hesitate saying the word supernatural because I feel like that makes people's like you know hair stick up i'd be like oh that must be scary like no it's just and and we're not going to get into spoilers because there is really no spoilers in the movie like the movie's about what the synopsis is casey affleck's character dies like five minutes into the movie and it's him as a ghost like we've been talking about most of the movie watching over his wife watching over or i, I don't know wife ex-wife whatever you'd call it at that point as she continues to live on her life and you kind of go through the history of her history of him history of that house and the plot of land um Ghost Next Door, which, fun fact, was also played by David Lowry. Um, hey, did you pull up the... I said I brought trivia. Did you pull up the, the IMDb I, I, I was, I was read, I always read the IMDb uh, fun facts That's before... That's about as deep uh, as I got. Before the, the IMDb trivia. <laughs> before the episode. But, um, yeah, the, it's funny. The, there's, like, no... I don't know. I, I think it might just be the silliness of them in the ghost costumes, but there's a couple of moments I laughed in this movie, probably, like, out-of-pocket reasons. But, like, first off, when he, like, sat up in the in the hospital bed like i was also i was a little creeped out but i was also like oh that's kind of funny but when he saw the ghost next door i just kind of chuckled to myself honestly because like it's just like so funny to be like because in my mind i'm just picturing them being like fuck man you too like you're, you're, you're just watching your family's life go by doesn't this fucking suck yeah. <laughs> so looking at each other across the way like without saying any words they're both looking at each other like god this fucking sucks right now uh but man like uh yeah i, I don't want to say any more fun facts i don't want to steal cam well f- i was thunder. gonna ask I was gonna ask, did you read the one then that like uh they didn't they 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 did have this house for free because it was already scheduled for demolition? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were guessing that at the start. I I, I, thought, I said that as I a joke you... without oh, knowing okay. that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Was it George? Okay. Yeah. George so pulled out the guess and then I confirmed. <laughs> yeah. It. They did have this house for free. Uh, hundred thousand dollars. Not sure where the hell this budget went at all. Uh, I mean, best actor winner Casey Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Good for him. There's like 30 fun facts on this about the pie scene. It's like Rooney Mara never ate pie. It was a vegan chocolate pie that tasted like <laughs> shit. It was a one take scene or a uh, uh, first try um, scene. Like it only took only took once to film and it takes exactly four minutes. Every fun fact on this about page the pie. is about the pie scene. The that's funny thing is like notable scene. I love Rooney Mara. I love pretty much every movie and role she's ever done. But like those two, fun facts about the pie in this movie are the most like don't tell a normal person this because they're going to look at you like some Hollywood elitist. The fact is like she's never eaten pie before and the pie she did eat was like a vegan gluten-free pie. <laughs> it's like that. That's the, these are the type of fun facts to like make people roll their eyes and be like, oh, such a typical movie star. Like, of course you've never eaten pie, you perfect person. But no, shout out Rooney Mara. Awesome. Um, she, She's the one married to Joaquin Phoenix, right? Yeah, I always get her and Kate yeah. Mara mixed up. But yeah, she, she's the one married to Joaquin Phoenix. Are they sisters? Yes. Yeah, never really put two and two together <laughs> until this exact moment when you I, said Yeah, neither did I. 
Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, well, um, Liam and Chris are also brothers, the Hemsworths. Yeah, that, that yeah. one I knew. Yeah, yeah. That one I knew. They've got uh, another. They've got another brother. Oh, they got a Hemsworth. bonus Jonas. Yeah, they got a bonus Jonas. They do. Uh, um, anything? Anything so, else? That you okay? Go ahead, Cam. Yeah, yeah. Because I want to mention, like, so David Lowry's last four movies, George. Actually, there's one. There's one. So last five movies, we'll say, a ghost story. Yeah. The Green Knight. Can you name and then one is the old man and the gun. Yeah. Can you name the other two? One of them is Pete's Dragon. Yep. Yep. And one's uh, from this year. This year. Yeah. Have I seen it? I feel like yeah, it's... we've all I think we we I think I think you have Tyler. I'm pretty confident. This year. Do we Dave rate Lowry it positively? Yet. I'm yeah, not gonna it... I'm gonna look it up, but George is gonna be the one guessing. I'm not gonna steal the thunder, but I have We did not rate it positive positive. Wow. I have no idea. Uh, so it appears David Lowry only does A24 oh, no. and Disney movies. <laughs> oh now. no! Do you know the Disney movie that came out this year, George? It's a oh, live no. action remake of something. I don't know if George watched it, but it's definitely not uh, the Little Mermaid. Nope, it's not the Little. Mermaid. <laughs> he wishes it was the Little Mermaid yeah. based on what it actually was. Is Peter Pan and Wendy? That shitty ass. <laughs> oh, remake. I never watched that. Wow, no, he I, did that. Yeah, right. Like, Everyone hated that. <laughs> yeah, that movie's ass. What is Wait, this guy's yeah. filmography of up and down? <laughs> he goes like a twenty four, and then he's like, "All right, I need some money." Disney. <laughs> Literally, he's just like, "I need Disney. money." Yeah, like he probably turns in banger scripts to Disney well, that are like the saddest the things thing. ever, and then Disney's like, "We're gonna have to change all of this, to make no, it happy." I, and then he's like, "I don't know how to make happy things." I, I almost bet it's the opposite where it's like where where Disney's like, yo, we got the guy who did a ghost story. We got the guy who did the Green Knight. And then this guy comes on set. He's like, I'm here for the check. I don't give a <laughs> fuck what this movie is right now. Wow. Like, what, one star like, from Tyler, one and a half from. <laughs> that's a generous one and a half, but I'll stand um, by it. I, I, will, I will not be watching this one. No, it's a bad one. And then Peach Dragon's ass, right? I don't hey, think. Yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, hey. I mean, I haven't seen it in forever. Oh, okay. I thought I heard it's really bad. I so that means I've seen it. three David Lowry films, one ass, Peter Pan and Wendy, one incredible <laughs> ghost story, and a Green Knight I'm mixed on that I need to rewatch. I like, so, Green, I like the Green Knight. I, I think knew, I would I too on a rewatch. I'm just overdue. I, I think Seth the said Green the same Knight. thing that he needs to rewatch it, but uh, all over then he, Lowry. He's got a bunch of other like random ones, but I just saw that and I was like, what the fuck did you do to yourself, David Lowry? How'd you fall so far from grace? Go but I, I do highly Square. recommend this movie to anyone watching this or listening to this. I will say, however, like I, I never know the best way to put this, but this is like the type of movie and no slight to like Riley or anyone who's like this. Cause this is, <laughs> let's be honest. This is what 99.999% of people who watch movies are like, because the film, Twitter cinephiles, people who watch all these new movies like that. We're obviously in the vast minority of most people. Most people see one or two movies a year and that's it. But this is definitely the type of movie that, like, if I brought Riley to the theater and this turned on, or brought a friend, not even have to throw Riley, but any of my buddies at the theater and watched, and they saw this aspect ratio with the curved edges. Not yeah, even the aspect full. ratio is awesome, though. I love it. Right? In no, this no. Movie. I'm saying, I'm yeah. saying for the average person, seeing no, this aspect ratio and then seeing like ba barely any dialogue and like George said, like the scene of them in bed that just goes on for like five minutes and no talking. I think everyone I brought this to this movie with would be like the fuck did you bring me to like it's such a waste of my time like it is a phenomenal movie and i think people would agree with that too if they give it a chance but i will say like give it an opportunity so give it not, the 20 yeah. 30 minutes to get into it like if you because i started right away too i was like oh this is going to be real slow but i really thought it, I, it definitely was worth the wait and the payoff and i ended up loving it so give I it mean, a chance even, even so i don't think this is like this is definitely not the most accessible film out there but no, i think even for like and again this is no like 
I, I, I don't I, like you said. I don't even know how to word this, but like, there's no hate to like a casual moviegoer. But like, mm-hmm. even the end is just, it's very ambiguous. Like he opens a note, you don't see what it says, and then he just the the cloak just drops. Like, I know my friends that would piss them off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like to no end. I think if I showed like my best group of college friends, seven of them, I think all seven of them would rate this a like two star or less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's I, just I, because of like. The aspect ratio, the ambiguity, the fact that there are these scenes like the pie scene and the bed scene and the party tangent scene that just run on for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the fun facts was that Rini Morrow was asked to like write something very deep and personal to herself on that note. Um, and then when they actually destroyed the house, the note got lost and she's been interviewed since and says she doesn't remember what the note said. I have a hot take. I don't think she wrote anything. <laughs> I, don't, I think she just stuck a piece of paper in a wall and said yeah no i did it oh, totally yeah like what what's the point in writing something i would personal if no one's gonna ever see like what was the point i was like thinking the entire movie i was like what could like it what what could it say like i didn't one i didn't know it was like a small piece of paper like a small note i thought it was gonna be like something like a little maybe longer but i was like what because like I, I every time i watch the movie i'm like especially the first time i watched this movie i was like okay it's leading up to like him finding that and whatever that says is going to be his crossover to the afterlife. And like every time I watch this movie, I just keep thinking to myself, I'm like, what could that have possibly said? Like, like if they had showed it to the audience, what would they have written that would have made it like such an impactful ending? Which I still think it's an impactful ending, obviously. And I think the mm-hmm. ambiguity is awesome. But like if they had chosen to like actually write something on that note and show it to us, what could it have been? Like, what would they have come up with? that would have like left a crazy lasting impression on us. Yeah. yeah Cause the point is basically he, when he reads the note, it kind of gives him like closure or I guess to get yeah. him to the, to the other side. But like, yeah, I don't know what, what could that possibly be? Cause we obviously see him go through the a range of emotions as she talks to other guys and brings them over and like the life goes on without him. And like, what could be like the thing that gave him closure to be like, all right, I can rest at peace now, stop haunting, looking over and go, to Valhalla or wherever. I really don't know what it could have been. Cam, didn't is, we didn't we review a movie on was it the Chris Evans directed movie where there's yeah. also like a note at the end, but they don't show what it says? Or something where like, what could it have said? I feel like we debated that on the pot, but obviously a I much worse I, movie yeah, to debate no, about. No, but no. I, I think I vividly remember saying that movie is in one ear and out the other. And, I, <laughs> and it's really showing right here because I forgot Chris Evans directed that thing but yeah they were in the train station or something i think maybe that was the start of the movie i just remember, i just know there was a real quick like 50 episodes ago where it also There's ended on like 10 someone reading a ago, note man yeah someone <laughs> someone read a note but it was ambiguous and didn't tell the audience what it was and then you're kind of left wondering like what i wonder what it said like what could it possibly yeah. said that makes but yeah i don't know i, I really don't I and mean, if you if you're listening to this and you watch a ghost story you've seen it before let us know what you think could possibly have been said in that note to make him have closure on his passing moving on to the other side also he died in like a car accident right like yeah the that's a hundred thousand dollar budget that's where it comes in because he had like a little blood right there yeah. that, that, that's fatal that's that's you die and all you have to show for it is a little red dude that's exactly what i was thinking when they showed his face in the morgue i was like that's it like yeah his car he got t-boned like fucking crazy that's all he has to show for (laughs) yeah like weak Uh, weak that was though one thing that i loved about that that that's like we don't even see the car accident 
but like that's just like one of the most like heartbreaking scenes that has to do with a car accident that I've seen in film just because of how well like they built up this relationship in like and it's so immediate like, it just comes yeah, yeah, out of nowhere. Sure. It's like a 10 minute span and then the car accident happens and mm-hmm. sorry for the spoilers if you haven't seen this movie. Um but yeah, yeah. like spoiler alert he yeah, dies. Yeah, spoiler like, alert what? he dies. I don't know. Um minutes. but yeah, like in 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 10 minutes and 10 of those minutes was like that three minute look of them in the bed. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's such a good build of a relationship to make that like just that one shot of him, like dead on a steering wheel. Just so just effective. Yeah. Final fun fact, like to save money for the hundred thousand dollar budget also. And they filmed a movie in Irving, Texas. They just found a real car crash where someone died and put Casey Affleck in there and filmed it. To just no it. way. I knew it soon. Yeah. Oh my God. I was going to say that's not okay. <laughs> I mean, that would just like, I mean, yeah, that'd be insane, but I could totally see some artsy director. Oh like that God. adds another element to the movie. Yeah. That I thought you were going to say that they'd like, took a car from a pound that had been totaled. They probably honestly did do that. Yeah. <laughs> like they went to a pound and grab a crash car or something like that. Jesus. Is this yeah. the is this the best movie ever that both the leads have more famous siblings? Kate and Rooney, I think Rooney's more famous than Kate. Yeah, what, I was about to yeah. yeah. was in a fan four fan four stick. That's like a popular That movie got like nothing. What was Rooney yeah. Martin and the girl with the dragon tattoo? I guess yeah. the social network. Her is she in her? Yeah, yeah. she is in That's her. where she met Joaquin hmm. Phoenix. Um, really? Listen, yeah. Which Weren't is like, they also in that Jesus movie together? Mary I know, Magdalene? I could have sworn she played Mary and Joaquin played Jesus. I thought that's where they met. All I know is that's one of the fun facts is Sofia Coppola. Like the movie, her is about Sofia Coppola and her divorce with Spike Jones. Maybe and on the on the movie about their divorce, when a couple was born. Man, I just gotta rewatch her. Yeah, I mean, it may, it may have been recommended for next week's real quick. I yeah. definitely. Have to well, you're you're hosting, so you have to choose. But yeah, yeah. Th- with that being said, today's Friday. When you're hearing this. Uh, Monday with Real Real Talk episode 64. We'll be talking Napoleon, May, December. Cam said he has a game prep. So now that I've said it live on air, you have to come with the game because they're expecting it now. <laughs> I might uh, I might put the game to the real quick game and then like pick a draft and put that in the main episode. Okay, Who fair. knows? I might get crazy. I might get Who crazy. Knows? You're fucking but, crazy. What? Yeah. But yeah, we all give it a, a resounding thumbs up. 4.5 out of star, 5, 4.5 stars out of five across the board. Shout out to a ghost story. Finally, been putting it off forever and I finally gave it a watch. So with that being said, yeah, we will see you on Monday.